Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Howdy. Tonight's episode was... The Paragon of Animals. Yes. It's a great title. What? That doesn't even make sense. Wait, Byron mentioned it at is... some point. Paragon's like the pinnacle. Okay. The That's what so. I thought. It, he quoted... It was a big Hamlet quote. Okay. Uh, in this case, he's applying to telepaths, though. Yes. He's I basically mean... the Magneto of telepaths. <laughs> With better hair. hair for it. Better hair. That, <laughs> I didn't get that vibe from him the first time... We met him. Except he's not like he's, he's like a he's like a hippie Magneto though. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have the homicidal t- tendencies. He's Fabio, <laughs> Fab, the Fabio Magneto. Brandon, how, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I don't know. Everything was very political, and, and there wasn't much lighthearted, fun stuff. It was mostly <laughs> serious. Well, Jakar. Okay, Jakar was was fun. <laughs> yes. Um, without Jakar, it would have been Jakar. Alondo. Alondo was like, oh, yeah. "There'll be two drinks. <laughs> Go." Oppress someone. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get as big a laugh in the room as I, as I had the first time I saw that. I, <laughs> I, laughed. I thought that was funny. That was, that was great. But yes, otherwise, very much a West Wing in space kind of yes. episode. Yes, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Let's tackle the um, then Feely first. Yes. the Apparently the planet of uber dramatic people. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they say, say it, I thought of Harry Potter's in theory. <laughs> the, in the, in the, See, I only like, heard in Fury. Yeah, that's what I thought every time they said in Fury. I just thought the, the one guy that spoke all the time was just very like, We're he, all going to die. <laughs> he drew everything out as dramatically as possible. Maybe uh, that's how the race is. Yeah, like, it, it's entirely possible. Well, when it first showed the planet, I was like, Okay, we're going to Earth. And then I was like, Okay, we're not on Earth. <laughs> we are nowhere close to Earth yeah. right now. I mean, they didn't have very many distinguishing characteristics. No. No. They, they just look like people that had, were worn out or yeah. something. They had the little, like, <laughs> things, there, yeah, there here. Some things in their eyes, and, on their eyes or yeah, something. Yeah. But that's okay. So we had to go help them. Ranger work is going down. Um, Which apparently there was only one ranger? I think just as Her- snug in the planet. I think they were, they like... They managed to get there, yeah. I mean, I think they're all over the... Sp- place and that well they were just investigating that but like, one that guy didn't tell anybody else he was like no i just have to tell babylon five yeah i don't know that's a good question you think like, you, you would have gotten the message yeah. out or something yeah especially well, like i'm well his <coughs> communications went down well they they, yeah. they did say they beat him up pretty bad so i think man get hyperspace just probably the nearest thing Babylon five or whatever i mean that is the headquarters of the rangers at this point True. well and more i don't know how they do that politically Mm. They train them on Minbar still. Right. But yeah, they're, the Rangers are under the direct control of the Interstellar yeah. Alliance, yeah. I believe. So it'd be a Babylon 5 thing. Yeah. In any case, so they get there. And then we had uh, Lita's fun, like, oh, I saw someone die. And go through his own jump gate, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she called it a door. It's like, that looked way more like a jump gate to me. I, I and then like he that. just like, got sucked into it. Like uh, She had a day. She had a day. I asked, so I asked Mercy, my three-year-old, sometimes, like, how was your day, Mercy? She's like, I didn't have a day. <laughs> really? What, what did she do? She just thinks it's funny. <laughs> I didn't, I have, didn't a have a day. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's but Lita that. had a day. Lita had a day. So how do you feel about Lita? Uh, I feel like part of her soul is probably definitely gone. Um, <laughs> or she was just, like, super vulnerable, and Byron just... Use that to his advantage. Um, I I don't know. Uh, she's she's not. She needs to talk to somebody or, or something. That's not Byron, like a therapist. <laughs> yes, yeah, a therapist would be good. Like you were in someone's mind when they died. There should be some protocol. For she's that. she's never had a very good support system. No, 
unfortunately. And where's uh, Zach? Huh? We'll yeah. bring some pizza over, talk about it, it'll be fine. Put some trinkets on the wall, <laughs> help her move again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, Alita kind of gets the shaft constantly, as far as the command staff goes. So she was probably very, um, well, I mean, at least Sheridan thanked her at the end. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know. But my love of Garibald is like, I will never ask for anything again <laughs> until next time. <laughs> Which is... Very honest of him. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't give it up forever. That's yeah. too risky. You know, one thing I, I've, I've realized last few episodes, we never really got a great, and probably just because there wasn't time for it, but we never got a great debriefing scene between Sheridan and Garibaldi. Mm-hmm. Um, after the whole oh, betrayal yeah. thing. And I mean, obviously they must have talked because Sheridan knew about what yeah. Bester well, had done. We didn't get that payout. But we, yeah, and that would have been a neat scene. Again, yeah. there was probably just no time to actually do it with everything else that was going you, on. Not, you don't want to do it in season five. Yeah. Right. And there wasn't time for the way they ran things. So, yeah. yeah. So it's unfortunate. I mean, it was nice to see, I think that's, I think that's the actual first like long conversation we've seen between the two mm-hmm. of them since things got back to normal somewhat. Um, but, you yeah, know, in an alternate world universe, that would have been a cool scene to see played out. I enjoyed this episode partly because I don't. I think I think it was interesting. You got lots of different points of view that are all kind of like, yeah, and you got some truth there. You know, the like Garibaldi. You know, like, oh no, look, we're gonna have to go and fight people and stop, stop all the touchy feeling stuff. Like, okay, that makes sense. But like, you know, but you- hopefully, you want the Declaration of Principles because it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, as as hippie as Byron is, he's got a point. As far as how telepaths are treated as tools. Yeah. Well, I mean... I mean it, for goodness sakes, we just won the Earth War by using telepaths as weapons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a thorny problem, and I'm I'm very thankful it's not one that we have to deal with in the real world. <laughs> I know. I know. Horrible. So far. <laughs> yeah, as, as far as we know. Um, Mulder and Scully might have a different story. Um but yeah, I don't. It's it's a it'd be a huge thorny issue to deal with. And, and, I think I don't and, think Byron's a very compelling character. The way he's he, I he has hate a presence. Him. I hate him so much. <laughs> he definitely has a cultish. Would you say yeah. a cultish? He does. Vibe, no, he yeah. certainly had a cultish vibe. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm come especially when Lita comes and it's like, I would like to hear more of what you have to say. It's yeah. like, oh man, don't don't just take their brochures uh, and, yeah, and go like, on. Don't don't listen. Well, to no, don't be one of his groupies. There's always yeah. like women hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Like, ooh. we don't even talk. We just kind of look at each other and know all. Oh, things. it's so creepy every time they go down there. Like, <laughs> it's totally silent because they don't have to talk. It's very effective. I mean, it's like it is. Like you're like, uh, yeah, we need to use the telepath, but also this is a time bomb. Yes. Yeah. It's, and, a, it's a very it's a very interesting dilemma. Yeah. I mean, for like, for Sheridan, they're kind of being gigantic babies because they get to live there. Scot free, like they get everything they need, and they're just gonna be like, "No, we won't help you because <laughs> yeah. we don't want to." Yeah, people who have, who have had a political bone to pick for a long time do not drop that easily. <sighs> like, just just put your big boy pants on and read somebody's <laughs> mind. Just, it's fine. <laughs> Go tell Congress that. I I, oh, I would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not, maybe well, not to read their mind. Well, thing, yeah, I was like, the... that's that'd be terrifying. You mean? Do congressional work? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so, silly. I would like to know how all these other races manage to get their telepaths to like have different setup. I mean, that's a good question. There's a lot of other telepathic races out there. Obviously, what, what were what was their solution to the whole free will? No, that's true. They well, killed them all. <laughs> no, that was just the Well, the the, the thing the, with the Naran sacrificed themselves yeah. apparently. I mean, the the Mimbari 
they have the caste system. So, I mean, they yeah. got kind of this service-oriented thing mm-hmm. built into their society. So that makes sense. There's probably politics involved all over the Centauri oh. version. So yeah. they're like telepathic... Uh... Drazi? Yeah, I can't picture that. <laughs> yeah, they don't, must... I don't know. I wonder if they've evolved that far. <laughs> yeah, like, are they really? Like, Although, I guess the, te- the telepaths are all, were also um, groomed essentially by the Vorlons, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's possible the Vorlons decided... Mm, I don't think a drowsy telepath. <laughs> That's a not a good combination. I wonder. I wonder percentage wise, humans have more. I don't know. This is like, I mean, psychors show up all the time. We rarely get these other. They seem to be secluded into weird sections. Like you know, when we see them with other with aliens. Yeah, I mean, we have seen we've seen some Minbari telepaths. We've mm-hmm. seen Centauri telepaths once or twice, but like those four ladies around the emperor. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we don't see a lot. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're just secluded. Maybe they they're in like concentration camps or something. I mean, <laughs> for all we know, maybe I mean, that's how they solved it. Hopefully, not. <laughs> they might have solved it with just another version of Psychor. segregation. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I would but, love to ask Straczynski. Though, though, I guess at least with Mbaris and Tar, their their societies are much more rigid than human society is. True. True. And Drazi probably. I mean, as long as you're purple or green, you can just. <laughs> Tell the others what to do. Yeah, I mean they're, they're much they're much more collectivistic. Yeah. Do you think what's her face gave up her job as their leader now? Who? Lita? Ivanva. Ivanova. Oh. Oh, I oh, forgot. She, 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 had, she was in charge of all the Battle Five ones. Yeah, she had that underground. Well, she go back thing. and be like, oh. I don't know, maybe she gave it to someone else. I just realized we didn't see the captain. Oh yeah, we didn't see the captain. Lockley? This time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't see her last episode. Yeah, it either. was very interstellar politics. It was, yeah, it was much more political. She, oh, I don't mind that. With, no, I, 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 I forgot I, she was the thing. I did too until you said happy. Ivanova, and I was like, wait a second. You know, and it's it's funny. You'd almost think that uh, the whole captain of Babylon Five thing would have been separated from the political side of Babylon Five a long time ago. Yeah. The way Earth used to do things, but they like to, I guess... Well, it was, a, go- it was a military governorship. Right, essentially. Yeah. So, I suppose that's why they didn't, they hadn't separated them before. But it makes sense, in some ways. So, anything else we're really missing? I mean, we jumped all over the place, but... I don't know. Jakar's revision of the Declaration <laughs> Eight. Like, we just got everybody to sign. We need to have to sign it again. I made it better. You know, I, I you got to imagine that's a little bit of Straczynski making fun of himself here <laughs> with some well, talking about your muse. That, and... that writer would like writers are sensitive bunches. Garibaldi, <laughs> yes, it's almost got to be a little poking but, fun of himself. Like Brandon said, it was kind of a um, somber episode because, like, yeah, we got this alliance started, but it's a mess right now. Yeah. I mean, there, it's easier to dream than to make it happen. Yeah. It's, Which, I mean, it's good that they rooted out the drowsy problem early on. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. you know, it, that made people sign the declaration. So I don't remember exactly how everything pans out, but I, I remember liking this, finding this episode interesting. I did still did this time. You got really the first kind of steps on how does this actually work? You know, you got Garibaldi. I really like Garibaldi. Like, look, I don't know if this thing's going to work, but I'm going to give him the best chance they got because he's not idealistic at all. Yeah, you know he's like this is thing is probably going to blow up, but mm-hmm. we'll give. Well, I'm going to do the best I can. It, and that, that's yeah, that's a, that's a good look on on Garibaldi. The, mm-hmm. It's the uh, I'm going to support the idealists as well as I know how. Yeah, sort of. Even if I'm not idealist, <laughs> yeah, he's like this thing is yeah, 
Yeah. It's nice to see Garibaldi doing something again. It is. But that's not super suspicious. <laughs> I still can't get over both of them, uh, him and uh, Sheridan, in street clothes. Or yeah, they're like everyone has like their fancy. Like, like I'm now like I'm, I'm gonna wear a three piece suit. Every it's day. like I, we all they all leveled up after last season. <laughs> Except for Sheridan's goatee. No, that's his level up look. Uh, no, <laughs> it's like he's going evil. <laughs> I mean, even Delenn has her leveled up white thing all the her, time. Her white out. She's yeah. she's, she's Delenn the white now. <laughs> After you kill a Balrog last season or something. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's so, wrap this up. All right. That's all I got. This was a fun episode. Well, not fun. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was an interesting episode, intriguing episode. We'll, yes. we'll put it that way. So thank you for listening to the Weekly Hijack. Be sure to check out our regular podcast where we talk about all matters of uh, storytelling, derailed trains of thoughts, available at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Farewell. Bye.